When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. It is time to get up with off-season intrigue. Say it ain't so, Saquon, leading the list on Tag Day. We've got news. It isn't good. Meanwhile, the surprises are all coming in the most important place. Just how sideways this may all go for one star QB. And then, my green list today, the one move I do expect that will change absolutely everything. All that And a whole lot more. Let's go, everybody. We're back and better than ever on a Wednesday. Good to be back. Lewis is here, Kmart, Bartholomew, and I will say this. I'm playing hurt. I I just want everyone to understand the bravery that is required here. I got a paper, a bad-looking paper cut here on the finger, but we're taped up and we're ready to go. I told you, screws me, duck, quick on all that money. (laughs) Yeah, I got. So I just, I mean, I almost, I almost couldn't stay for this, Lewis, but I know you needed me. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's roll it. I was counting the money. Let's play a game of tag. You're it. The NFL's franchise tag window is now open. Which players will be counting their money? Kmart, Chris Jones. Let's start there in Kansas City. Tag or no tag? Oh, I give this man whatever he wants. Um, Here's the thing. I think you should tag him, right? Just to ensure that you don't lose him. But here's the thing. Oh, excuse Mm -hmm. me. No tag him. Sorry. Don't tag him because he commands top dollar at that position. I know they have Legarius Sneed, another guy that they could keep. Um, I would tag Sneed over Chris Jones. One way or another, you got to bring both those guys back. Mm-hmm. You don't win the Super Bowl without either one of them. Let's talk about T. Higgins, Lewis. Tag or no tag? Yeah, you got to tag him. You got to work out a long term deal here. You know, Jamar Chase is coming up in 2025 to be a free agent. Tyler Boyd's also a free agent this year. You got to let him walk. You got to prioritize T. T. has shown when Jamar has not, be the, has not been there. He's a legit number one. He's the kind of guy that can go ahead and win you games with big plays outside, inside. He can do it all. And look, Joe Burrow's back on the redemption tour coming off that injury in 2024. They need T. Higgins in the fold. Absolutely. And then Bartholomew, all eyes here in New York on Saquon Barkley. Tag or no tag? No tag, man. Listen, Joe Shane, you know, he needs to just tell Saquon, listen, man, we just not that into you. They're out here treating um, Saquon like a side piece, man. They give him just enough to make him satisfied. Like, go, he done. They not commit to you long term, man. They just wait for a better, better, cheaper option, Saquon. Get the picture, man. That's a good analogy, though. That's it, a great analogy. Holy it God. is. It, it is, unfortunately. In the commercial, you'll explain it to me. Um, but, <laughs> let's, let, let, let's just very there briefly a situation on that. Because, look, there's a lot of us who sit here, right? And all I do is watch football. I never coached it. I never, uh-huh. I never played it. I never, but all I watch it, and I say, that guy is the most important guy on his own team by far. Mm-hmm. He is the only reason that they made the playoffs two years ago. He's yep. the only reason they weren't the worst team in the NFL this past year. Yep. And yet, all they, they just don't want to, they're just all, not all that into him. And when I asked you this morning, well, if he becomes a free agent, this team, that team, you're telling me you don't think anybody is breaking the bank for him. No, I, I don't because it's, it's just a, it's a question of value. And you can get better value with a younger player that has less mileage on on their tires and has more tread on their tires and really, quite honestly, can probably produce more explosives, break more tackles, and be more of a factor back, in the words of Merle Hodge, 
than what Saquon can at this point in his career. And look, when he came out, I was one of his, one of his biggest fans. But that's why I'm saying, hey, look, if you're the Giants, you're not breaking the bank. You're not going to go ahead and sign him to a deal that's going to put you in any kind of cap difficulty. And when you think about other teams, like naturally there's going to be other teams that come up and you go, well, could he be a difference maker? Cowboys? I just don't see it. I don't see him being the kind of back. See, the Cowboys need a certain kind of back. They need a tackle breaker. They need a between-the-tackles between the type of runner, downhill runner. They need Derrick Henry. I know, Bart. I know you think the same thing. And I agree. You need that back who, honestly, from a defensive perspective, you go, I don't want no more of that guy. I don't want any more because it's starting to hurt to hit him. Dallas needs that kind of guy, and that's not Saquon. Listen, Saquon can, I think, provide you know, tremendous value for a certain team. You got the, the right state, wrong team, wrong division. I think him with C.J. Stroud, with all those weapons they have, they can afford at this point because they have $62 million of salary cap space to overpay just slightly for what Saquon brings, not only on the field, but in the locker room. You talk about giving a guy like C.J. Stroud that type of weapon with what he already has outside, I think that would be the perfect relationship. Do we expect, you were talking about the, I always like your relationship dynamics. I mean, do we expect a breakup here? Is that coming between the Giants and Saquon Barkley? I would not be surprised because last year, as Bart pointed out, the Giants loved Saquon but didn't love him enough. They tagged him. And then Saquon was like, I've, I've been a good soldier. I've been a good guy. I've done it the right way. And still, I feel like I'm begging for money. Now, less production after last season. And you're going to have to, if you tag him, it's going to be more money than they even wanted to give him last year. Like, it just, the dollars and cents don't add up. But I disagree with Lewis. I do think he would bring value to the Cowboys. I do not think Saquon is done by any means. I wish the Cowboys had addressed well, their running back situation last year. Yeah, but, I mean, see, see value, right? All right. So we're talking about future performance projection, right? That's what right. contracts always are. Yeah. Right. See, many people don't really want to look at it that way. Right. They think contracts are supposed to be a reward for what you did. In football, don't work like that, yeah. especially when you're talking about running backs. Running backs are like a sports car. As soon as you drive them out, every single carry, their value goes down, down. down. I, I didn't make it that way. That's just the way it is. Mm -hmm. So for Saquon, I, what I'm saying is this. If you're in New York, you're sitting there and you're going, and you look at it objectively, you're going – he has produced less explosives, getting more less yards after contact, after initial contact, since his injury. It started to go downhill. So if I'm, if I'm a football team like Dallas where I'm sitting there going, look, Tony Pollard is a sports car. He is not a – they need a guy between the tackles. He's just not that kind of guy anymore. He's not. He's a fringe guy. He's on the perimeter guy. He's a screen guy. He's a guy you need to get in the space. They already have one of those kind of guys, and you see what happens. Right. They need a different profile. Okay. That's what I'm saying. So, so, so that's that part of it, and we'll see whether we all agree or disagree on this piece of it. We'll keep an eye on Saquon Barkley. But with regard to the Cowboys, yeah. whilst I was away, <laughs> I don't know what's going on around here. I mean, you people, you can't let me go because when I leave, all hell seems to break loose. Did you see... Micah Parsons sitting down with Stephen oh boy. A on his show. Yeah. I, I just want you to witness a little bit of this. Besides Patrick Mahomes, Bye. what other quarterback in the AFC has accomplished anything to get more credit than Dak? Joe Flora. Josh Allen. Did he finish? No. But they got further. It doesn't matter how far you get. If you're going home and you're not in tearing the ring, it doesn't matter. What have they done? They've done more than that. Josh Allen almost made it to the NFL uh, Super Bowl. He made it to an AFC championship. It doesn't matter. He couldn't He couldn't beat the number one guy. It doesn't Joe, matter. Joe he couldn't beat the number one Joe guy. He couldn't beat the number one guy. Joe Burrow beat the number one guy. And then he lost to Stafford. And then he lost to Stafford. He lost to Stafford. What is going on? Yeah, really, what are we doing? I mean, We're in the Matrix, man. He took the blue pill. So, look, let me make myself perfectly clear. 
That's magnificent television. <laughs> That's magnificent for us. That's magnificent for Steve. The only question I have is, who told Micah Parsons it's a good idea at 24 years old? He's not Shannon Sharp, retired and in the Hall of Fame. Why is he sitting there yelling back and forth with Stephen A. like they are literally doing an episode of First, first Take? First Take. He doesn't know. That was First Take, and didn't. it was magnificent. He but why is he doing it's, it? He doesn't know what he doesn't know. Exactly. But he thinks he knows everything. He's 24. The veteran version of Michael Parsons is going to be squeamish when he looks at some of the comments and statements that the younger Michael Parsons yo, has made. Aren't we all? He don't know that he doesn't know, right? And he has a lot of maturing to do, and he doesn't know what this game's all about, even though at the tender age of 24, he thinks he's seen it all and done it all. He has a lot to learn about the business. And the problem is right now, because everybody wants to be able to put their voice out there, he comments on too many things. He's worrying about his post-career during his active career at the same time. You can't do both. He needs to focus more on being a football player because everything else comes with success. And he doesn't want to be one of these guys that, that, that yeah. never, never really won anything. Does he want to be Brandon Marshall, a guy who has a tremendous career but never really accomplished anything? That's how you become part of the elite. Uh, conversation to players can't be the best player that never won nothing or did anything yeah. or got on a big stage. Yeah, there's a difference between getting clicks and getting respect. Mm -hmm. Right, right. And see, he's, he's not exactly. He's not really gaining respect by making these outlandish statements. Respect is kind of like I, I just think about to the days of Ronnie Lott and back in the old. You know, see, I don't want to be. I don't want to become that get off my lawn oh, guy. Yeah. Right. But really, that's what it's about. See, when like that question when when. Um, when you were talking about like, where he said, like, what quarterback in the AFC right. has done more than Dak? Like, I can tell you this. From talking to teams in the AFC, from talking to people at the Kansas City Chiefs, I'll tell you the kind of quarterbacks that they fear. And I love Dak Prescott. Didn't nobody fear no. in Dak Prescott. Right. They fear Josh Allen. They fear Joe Lamar. Burrow. They fear Joe. They fear Joe because of his mind, because they feel as though he can duel with Patrick on the same level. Yeah. They fear Josh because they think Josh is just a freak. And, and it's hard to really defend. So when he's talking about like, like that kind of stuff, that's just, you're right, that's just good media I can stuff. I say Jordan Love. It really doesn't do anything, though. It's not doing anything. But wait, I, th I think we're, look, that's an interesting point. Yeah. But here's the point. Why is he doing my job? My, I, literally, my job is to sit well, around. Well, you know what? Well, what quarterback in the AFC? That's a topic bar on the bottom yeah. of the screen on Get Up. Which AFC quarterback has accomplished more than Dak Prescott? What the hell difference you know what? does it make? You know what? Why is Micah Parsons talking this about it? This is exactly why Emmett was saying what he was saying. That's yes. what I mean. No, there's no yes. doubt. See, look, yes. the Cowboys built up the reputation, built up this following to where we talk about them like we talk about them because of what Troy did, what Emmett did, what Irvin did, what Eric <laughs> Williams did, Larry Allen did, and everyone else that has come after them are just riding their coattails and benefit. It ain't because of nothing they're doing on the field. Mm -hmm. It's not because they're winning championships or having some kind of like some kind of like transcendent type of play on the field. It's because of what those guys did. And see, that's the thing that right now is starting to run real thin with people yeah, and get real tiring. In fairness to Micah, no, it's because not it's, not, it's, not, uh, it's not about killing him. He's a phenomenal player. No question. But he has to learn how to be a leader. And being a leader, what comes with that is experience, which to no fault of his own, he doesn't have it. He thinks he has enough experience. But he's 24 years old. That's There's not an excuse either. No, Ed it's not Reed, I was there with Ed Reed. He was 24 years no, old. No, uh, he was a leader. Because, because I'm, trying to, I'm trying to explain this. So it, this isn't about ripping Michael Parsons. But he has to understand that if Emmett's, if Emmett Smith's words didn't cause him to take a pause, mm. that's a problem. Because Emmett, what he said to me, that was, that was mind-blowing. Because... Yeah. 
for him to speak like that because it's, that hit the nail on the head. It's becoming white noise with Micah. Yes. And it's not about what you say. It's when you say it, and people don't respect that. He's losing respect not only, you know, I believe around the league, but also within his own organization and his locker room. Like, leader, attitude re reflect leadership. And he's not reflecting the proper attitude of what winners say. That's well, what it, You know what? He, he's talking about the right things, but just say less and do more. All right? See, so like, like down in Kansas City, like, you don't hear their defensive Chris leader. Right? Jones. You don't hear them saying this kind of stuff. They just do it. They just go out on the – they don't sit there and go, you know, on a podcast and go, you know what we got to do? We got to make sure that 15 knows if he throws an interception, we're going to have his back. They don't need to say – they just do it. If you just do that and you just win – all of a sudden, you know what? All the different interview offers and, and all kinds of stuff will come at you tenfold. You don't need to sit here and drum up all this kind of crap for us to talk about that really doesn't mean anything. But you're right. It does give us stuff to talk about. Look, I mean, it's magnificent yeah. content, yeah. but that's not his job. Exactly. And, exactly. and I think it actually is detrimental to his job. I'm old enough that I was doing talk shows when Troy Aikman and Emmett Smith and Michael Irvin were playing. And you know what? There were people who questioned Troy then. Sure. There were people who said, oh, look at his numbers. They're not what some of the other elite quarterback numbers are, blah, blah, blah. You know what Emmett Smith didn't do? Yeah. He didn't go on an interview and start yeah. comparing him to the best quarterbacks in the right. AFC. They you just, just take care of business. That's right. And then that. That answers the question by itself. All right. I, I, we got to see what else I need to fix in all the time that I've been gone. As we continue in a moment, it was the unfollow heard around the world. Did Justin just give a huge clue about his future on social media? We're talking about it. Plus, NFL rosters being reset as we speak. We've got the best fits for the players that can turn teams into instant contenders. Don't miss it. It's Get Up on ESPN. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from $25 and under to $100 and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 
Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit WonderfulPistachios.com to learn more. Get Up is brought to you by Anscape's Sacred Soil, streaming only on Hulu, February 23rd. All right, Kmart is here, and as always, we love nothing more than we love that picture. Okay, Kmart, and the look of shock on her face. So here's our game. Kmart, would you be shocked if Russell Wilson isn't on any team next season? Greeny, I hate to say it, but I would not be shocked. The most attractive thing about Russell Wilson right now is the contract and what you'd have to pay him, which could be theoretically next to nothing, um, thanks to the Broncos. Um, the numbers, he played decent last year, but honestly, if you're a team with a new head coach or looking to start over, is Russell Wilson the guy that you want, or do you want a young quarterback? Do you want to get somebody that you can win with? I don't know if Russell's that guy. Well, I'm hearing a lot of He might that. be right here next to me. Th- Who knows? That would be something. We, we, we'll continue talking about that. How about this one? Would Kmart be shocked if Mike Evans signs in Kansas City? All right, Greeny. I would not be shocked Ooh. because Mike Evans is that dude. Tell, every year, 1,000 yards, and look at the quarterbacks that he's played with. However, I understand the Chiefs have Chris Jones to contend with and Legereus Sneed. So Mike, Mike Evans wants to get paid. What is he going to command? But give Patrick a number one receiver, please. Oh. The man deserves it. Come on, he needs it. This would be something else. Of course, Mike Evans once upon a time beat Kansas City in a Super Bowl. Meanwhile, would Kmart be shocked if the Bears decided to keep Justin Fields and trade away the top pick again? Greeny, I would be so shocked. So shocked. The most shocked ever if they decided to keep Justin Fields. Not because I don't believe it, I think they should, but every single GM that I talk to tells me that I'm crazy because they have to move on from Justin because Caleb Williams is just that special. But, uh, so I would would be shocked, but I think they should. Fair enough. I'll tell you why I would be shocked. Because Justin Fields has sent a message that this has already been communicated. Passive-aggressive. That's how we communicate nowadays, uh, the look, socials. So once upon a time when people wanted to get the word out there about something, they would call get a the press word out. conference, right? I, I need, there's something I need the world to know. Mm. I'm going to hold a press conference. Yeah. These days, they unfollow you on Instagram. <laughs> and that's, that's what Justin Fields has done. I was besieged with notes this weekend <laughs> that Justin Fields is no longer following the Bears on Instagram. Now, what's not clear yet, or at least in my knowledge, is exactly when he unfollowed them. I love the fact that this is what we have reporters working on Make now. It real. So Kmart, get on that. But the point of it is this. If you just put the if you just connect the dots. Yep. The combine is next week. It starts mm-hmm. Monday. We're like five days away from that. Mm-hmm. That's where these trades happen, right? No one knows this better than you do. Mm-hmm. That's where the Bears traded away the number one pick a year ago. And so if the Bears are going to trade Justin Fields, which one assumes they are, then that's when it will happen. 
And so one can look at this and put two and two together and say maybe they have communicated to him that that's the plan that they have. Yep. And he said, okay, unfollow, and away we go. Yeah, everybody, everybody communicates passive-aggressively through social media. You're right. An unfollow is like... I mean, that's like screaming. That's screaming <laughs> right. how I'm feeling. Right. All right, and, it, and it's unfortunate for the guy because you know what? How many times do we talk about when you're talking about quarterbacks all the time, about guys being set up for success? We know he wasn't set up for success in Chicago, yet everyone, everyone is like, well, Bart, we were just talking about it. Hit the reset button. Hit the reset. We get the rookie contract. We can start over. Sell hope. It's the offseason. He's getting caught up in that vortex. Now, I know Chicago knows more about him than any of us do. They know more about what is ultimate upside more than any of us do. But I'll tell you what, there will be no one in the NFL who I'm cheering for harder in 2024 than this guy. Mm -hmm. And I hope there are two teams in particular, we'll talk about them ad nauseum between now and the draft, that I hope he goes to. Because if he goes to one of these two teams, Justin Fields, Pittsburgh, Atlanta, one of those two teams, if he goes there, Look out. Let me just but amplify that point quickly out. by saying we're not going to talk about it all the way to the draft because I think it, this happens next week. You I know think what? this trade happens next week. The sooner week. the better. Right? Yes. The sooner the better. But it, does that make sense? Yeah, of you course know, it right? does. It's of course. You know what? Now. I mean, if the writing's on the wall and they've, already, they've been able to, like, kind of come together and, like, work out compensation, then for sure. Then why not? Why wait? And look, and the, but I'm telling you, look, I, I just think that this guy, like, we, we talk about moving goalposts. We talk, had this conversation on this show multiple times mm-hmm. with multiple different people. The goalposts have been moved for this kid so many damn times, it's mm-hmm. kind of ridiculous. Mm-hmm. We talk about all the time, set him up for success, mm-hmm. bring him into protection, bring him some weapons. But in Chicago, what did he not have? Yes, none of that. that. Let's look. change the coordinators. Let's change everything for him. And then say, well, you know what? He's not good enough. Let's just start over with Caleb. But, but it's, it's fallen four, right? Like Caleb Williams is a potentially a generational talent. And both things can be true. Chicago can do what's in their best interest and also do what's in the best interest of Justin Fields as well. And I believe, like, people forget that Brett Favre did not get drafted by the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. He was a young quarterback that landed on his feet, and, and Atlanta wasn't ready to support him. And he went to Green Bay, and he became a Hall of Famer. Steve Young was not drafted by the San Francisco 49ers. Right. He was a failed quarterback at Tampa where they were trying to figure it out, and he landed on his feet. I think, to your point, this can be one of those situations where he still can be a Hall of Famer. He still can be an all-pro. Chicago's not just not ready to support him but, with that. But you know what? Look, the end result still doesn't justify the process by which they went through to get there. right? So in the end, he could wind up being an all-pro And it could work out for right? both of them. But the process by which they're kind of arriving at this – Look, it wasn't setting him up for, for success, right. what they did to him. But so let's need- just picture this. Let's just picture he stays there. They trade down. They get a haul of draft picks. Uh-huh. And they continue to build, put uh, wide receivers. Do what they but didn't that, do but, but, exactly. from but, the start but we, of But we, we have to answer that question that we have to answer about Dak. Now they got to pay him $60 million if he has one good year. And now already, now they got to start figuring out how they're going to balance their books. This allows them to be able to but support you know the best su- supporting cat. It's more than one way to win a championship. No, I got you. You either win with the, the Patrick Mahomes way mm-hmm. or you win with the San Francisco way where you have a guy mm-hmm. on his first contract or the Russell, Russell Wilson way where you can create an environment. I, I think, think the, t- I think the other way is the, it's a safer way to win. Quick, go ahead. I don't know. I don't necessarily agree with that. I, I think everyone chases that formula, yes. chases the young quarterback, build everything around him formula. And what winds up happening is they wind up pulling the plug on players over and over and over again until they mm-hmm. find that one. But, hey, look, you can win championships with a quarterback who you're paying top yeah. dollar. But both ways. But it's, it's harder because now you, that means you have to be right on depth. 
You have to be right on your salary cap, and it makes it a little bit more difficult. GMs want it the easy way. Let, let me get very quickly from Kmart here. Is, is the expectation that these conversations are already happening? And, and am I right when I say, like, the combine next week feels like a logical place for this deal to get done? Think about it. Like, Deshaun Watts, like, the, you know, like all these sort of quarterback moves, like, everybody in the NFL expects Justin Fields to be somewhere else. Right. And, and there's a reason. So those conversations will happen. I agree with Lou. The sooner it happens, the better. Not just for potentially Pittsburgh or Atlanta or the other teams to know what they have before the draft. It just makes sense for Justin, too. He is also, by the way, following several players on the Falcons on Instagram. He's so from Atlanta. Greeny, don't try. Don't, listen, Greeny. Don't no, listen, try to stir I am nothing if not a social media expert. I want to be on and the so I'm part. telling you, I understand the meaning behind all of this. This deal's getting done in the next week. Magic we City going to be lit, baby. Okay. I got a bunch of other <laughs> trades and moves Here we come. that we need. My green list is next. I've got must-see NFL offseason deals. One of which I think is going to happen and is going to change everything. That's next. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We're back on Get Up at the bottom of the hour time for today's green list. Here are the top five moves I absolutely believe should happen in the NFL this off season. And we begin at number five. You know what they say about how the grass is not always greener? You know who knows that better than anyone? Devontae Adams. He decided to leave Aaron Rodgers and look how it's worked out. All he's done is lose. The Jets are in desperation mode. They can trade absolutely anything in their future because they're going to get fired if they don't win it all this year. Reunite Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers. The Jets should trade for Devontae 
from the Raiders. At number four, another receiver who I think needs a change of scenery. Stephon Diggs, it is clearly over in Buffalo. I don't know why, but it is. So why not reunite him or unite him with his brother in Dallas? The Cowboys desperately need a player who can do exactly what Stephon Diggs can do. I don't know that he's a number one receiver anymore, even though people keep trying to tell me that he is. They have one in C.D. Lamb. He could be the missing piece to an offense that needs to take another step late in the season. Number three, we've talked about Justin Fields already this morning. I would like to see Justin Fields in Pittsburgh. I know the world has him in Atlanta, and there might be a lot of sense to be made in that as well. But I'd like to see Mike Tomlin with that quarterback, with that opportunity finally to silence all of the critics, and there are a lot of them locally, about what this team can do, about what he can do. You put Justin Fields on the Steelers, I think they're a Super Bowl candidate. Number two, I believe the Raiders desperately need to move up to draft a quarterback. They are not in a position right now where they could go up and get one of the quote-unquote big three in this draft. Are they willing to be that aggressive? Maybe. If they're not willing to be that aggressive, maybe they move up just a few spots to make sure they get their choice of J.J. McCarthy or Bo Nix or any of the next collection of quarterbacks. And the reason I don't think they can is because at my number one, and I believe this is a real possibility, I'd like to see the New York Giants make an aggressive move up to number three, trading with New England and taking Drake May. I believe May will be the quarterback who is available at number three. I think Caleb Williams goes one. I think Jaden Daniels goes two. Who does Drake May remind you at least a little bit of? Josh Allen? Maybe? Could Brian Dayball find his next Allen here? Bring Drake May in. Let him sit a year or maybe at least part of a year. Let Daniel Jones try and prove that he deserves to remain the quarterback of that team. And if it doesn't go that way, because I don't think the Giants are sold that that is their future, I think Brian Dayball and Drake May might be a very nice combination going forward. So those are five moves I would like to see going forward. Lewis Riddick. As my general manager, you're the general manager of this team, that's damn sure. <laughs> okay. But start at number one. What do you think? You know, look, I, I like Drake May. I like him. And I see the natural comparison in terms of body type and kind of the way he plays the game. Look, Daniel Jones, look, he's coming off of an ACL, and he's, it's kind of cap prohibitive for them to kind of move him right now. I think they're stuck with Daniel Jones. I don't think they're going to be able to, to do anything at quarterback. I think they've kind of made their bed with him, so I think they're kind of stuck. But I understand why you're saying this. This is the one that's most intriguing. For the Raiders to trade up to try and take a quarterback, you know the quarterback they need to trade up and try and get is Jaden Daniels. You know why? Guess who was at Arizona State when Jaden Daniels mm. was a freshman? Antonio Pierce. Mm. Okay? There's a natural connection there. And look. The Raiders want to be a deep ball type of play action type team that wants to put the ball down the field. Have you watched Jaden Daniels throw the deep ball? Did you watch him throwing the football to Malik Neighbors this year? This kid is a Raider through and through. It's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. That one makes sense. I just don't know if they can get all the way up there because Washington needs somebody too. All right? Field to the Steelers. Perfect sense. Mike Tomlin really wants to attack you on the edges. Mm -hmm. Of course, they are a downhill football team. Mike wants to attack the C, D, E gaps outside. RPOs with Justin Fields and his ability to run and throw and with the running backs that they have. Are you kidding me? And you like the connection with the new offensive coordinator. Mm -hmm. There's no question. Look, Arthur Smith, think of what Arthur Smith did for Ryan Tannehill when Ryan Tannehill took over in Tennessee after Marcus Mariota was sat down. The play-action passing game, the run emphasis, the deep shot passing game, it fits Justin Fields perfectly. It's what Chicago should have been doing with them all along, and they didn't. He would be a perfect fit there. He'd be a perfect fit in Atlanta, too, with Zach Robinson and Raheem Morris down there running that. T.J. Yates, the quarterback coach. He fits perfectly those two places. Digs to the Cowboys. This is interesting to me only because 
I just don't look. I just don't know if Dallas is big enough for him, CD, <laughs> Micah, and all these guys. And plus, remember now, CD's going to get a contract next year, mm-hmm. a huge one. Micah's going to get a contract next year, a huge one. Dak has to redo his deal. They're also about fourteen million over the cap. Diggs ain't going down there for cheap now. Exactly. He's like, he's like, look, I ain't giving you no discount. I ain't even from there. I ain't giving you no hometown discount. Adams to the Jets. Hold off on that one because we're going to talk about that yeah. one a little bit later. We're okay. going to dive into Devontae. I'm just on a roll. Let's I'm stay, just like, and I love it. Going, Let's stay with the quarterbacks, though. Here's what I think. And, and again, with regards to Daniel Jones, mm-hmm. I think the Giants are married to him for one more year and yeah. one more year only. So you bring in uh, Drake May, if indeed that's who's there at three, and I believe he will be, and you let him be the heir apparent. And you see where that thing goes. The writing is on the wall with Daniel Jones. Brian Dayball can start you know, constructing his new Frankenstein's monster, whatever it is that you want. Yeah. however you want to describe that, and I believe they could finally address in a long-term way their quarterback question in New York. What do you think? I just don't know if they can get ahead of Washington. Washington. They don't have know, to get ahead of Washington. They go up to get to New England's spot at who three. Is New, can I just ask a question? Who is going to be New England's quarterback? Well, that, that, so okay, so oh, let me bring that up. To get into another so Matt Miller, right. who is one of our top draft guys mm-hmm. and whose opinion I, I, I respect, tweeted that he does not believe – that the Patriots should draft a quarterback at three because they're not ready to support one. They're going to bring someone into a bad situation. Why would you do that to Mayo? Why would you do that to Mayo? Hey, you know what? Why would you get Mayo mac and cheese when we know that that ship is sailed? You know, they got to figure something out there. And if he can get an opportunity Look, to get a franchise it, quarterback, it, you sit him if you have to. It, it's always the right time to draft a franchise quarterback if you believe it. Okay? What Look, does New England uh, expect to be back up there again? Well, exactly. And you can't just assume that, you know, down the road that this is going to be another guy. Like, we'll just build everything else, and then we'll just go out and pick a quarterback. It doesn't happen like that. They don't grow on trees. Look, last year when C.J. went to Houston, did we think Houston was uniquely set up to support C.J. Stroud? We did not. It was absolutely not. You didn't you, – not at all. You were like, okay, let's see. He's going to have Tank Dell, Nico Collins, Devin Singletary, offensive line got beat. No, they were like, yeah, take him because he's a franchise quarterback. Yeah. Carolina the same way. That's why they took Bryce. You have to draft a quarterback if you're New England. If you believe that Mac is broken, so to speak, and that he's just not the guy, then you have to – If you tell me if Drake May is sitting there or if Jaden Daniels was sitting there, or who knows, maybe if even J.J. McCarthy's sitting you're there, you're just going to go, you're just <laughs> gonna go ah, you know what, we'll take a guard. No, that's not what you're going to do. You have to take him if you're convicted. Could you, in theory, trade back a few spots and take J.J. McCarthy? You sat here on this set yeah, yeah. and told me there are, there are evaluators out there who like J.J. McCarthy there's as much no, as they like Drake May. There are people who have J.J. McCarthy ahead of Drake May. So if you're New England, could you consider moving of back course. a little if and you're, still if taking you, a quarterback? If you, if you start assessing the market and believe whether or not you can get him at better value and you can slide down and still get your guy, of course. Or you don't like it. New England has done that too much in their history under Bill. As far they, as what? They, they move back and move back and continue to get back and get but, all these but, picks, and those picks turned out to be nothing burgers. No, I, I, I got you. But, but you know what? Because of that happened to Bill doesn't mean that that's a good thing McCarthy, what you're doing now. But if you're saying that, that, that Drake May or Jaden Daniels are lotto studs, then you go get that guy for your young rookie uh, Oh, I got coach. you. You got to go out there and make that. Let me get Kmart I got into you. the conversation. What do you make of all? We've got the Giants piece of this. We've got what Matt said about the Patriots. What is your take on all of this? Love Matthew Miller. Love my guy. Uh, no, they should not overlook the quarterback position. So when you said, oh, the, the Giants should just go up to where the Patriots are, my first thought was, why would New England, who has an issue at quarterback, say, one. oh, sure, sure, New York. Here, you take this quarterback. Where Robert Bailey I think if you, if you believe in a guy, I'm all for the Jets drafting Mark Sanchez because Rex was like, that's my guy. I want it. You don't know how it's going to pan out. But it's the conviction. So if the Patriots see quarterbacks that they want, 
If they want J.J. McCarthy and he and they can wait till later, sure. You know, you know but there's just no. You know what else, Greeny? Yeah. Oh, I, I don't mean to cut you off. Yeah, Look, no. it's not a guarantee that you're going to like be able to like build this rock solid foundation before you bring in a quarterback. Anyway, you're just as likely to miss on a guard, a safety, a running back, yeah. a wide receiver as That's you are the quarterback. So if you're convicted on the quarterback, but you think your your roster is still weak, you got to take him. Is, is, is not the other side of that, that the roster is so weak, the cupboard is so bare, that this, the way to begin like? you know building it up like? again is to accumulate as many this picks sounds, as you can This sounds like player. Chicago to me with Justin Fields. And the cupboard's bare. And what did they do? They went and got the quarterback. But now we're looking at the but, but situation. But that's the opposite. I mean, that, and look see, how badly you know that worked out. See, this this is where to come. if you could move down. Yeah. And you thought, Jay, like, I'm just saying, hypothetically, you think J.J. McCarthy is a, is a two-contract, 10-year, 12-year player. And you feel like, look, I can move out of there. I can accumulate some picks. I can address some of these holes. And I can still get my franchise quarterback. Then, of course, you entertain doing that. Of course, you start thinking, all right, I don't, I don't care if we've done that in the past and we've messed. Yeah. But you, you, have to, you have to go ahead and adopt that strategy. There's no, there's no question about or, it. Or the alternative is you trade out of it completely. You start accumulating. A, you start building up a new roster and you get a veteran quarterback this year, one of those who isn't super – like Russell Wilson's going to cost next to nothing mm-hmm. to a point you made earlier or whoever it is you like, and you spend a year genuinely trying to build the thing instead of bringing in a I, young kid who's you going to get his brains beat in you can and do you both never get then, anywhere. But you can do both. You can, can bring you? in a veteran quarterback and still draft. The, the young quarterback and build the roster around him and let him learn, and let the game settle and slow down. That used to be how we used to do it. When you think about Carson Palmer sitting behind uh, John Kitna. Yes, or, correct. Or, you know? No, no, no. That, that, that's and, how you used and to do it. Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love and plenty of other yeah. people, and that's Patrick what I was Mahomes. suggesting. I, I just don't I – just, I just do not agree with thinking that, you know what, we'll take our swing at it somewhere down the road and hope another guy Kick the can along. down the road. You know what the best – Especially if you believe in someone. And you're that high already. You yeah. don't expect to be that bad again. The best things on your list – Devontae to the Jets. Oh. Love that for you. Yes. But really, Justin Fields to yeah. the Steelers. Diggs right. to Cowboys. You've been Cut. hanging around Tannenbaum too. Just long watch this week. pick, yeah. though. This team. The Raiders. Look, we, the Raiders. Match, matches, I hope it works relationships. Out. Let's check out Jaden Daniels. Look, Hembo was sending me stuff about stuff about Jaden Daniels, what he has said about Antonio Pierce, how he, how he likes him, the relationship that they have. That one works. Well, they make a big swing. That works. They, they I would, would try to, to. It's a big move yes. to get from where they are to get yeah. all the way and up. And if in. they do that, why would they do that? Well, if they do Great that, question. then why would they trade Devontae Adams? Exactly. Let's get to Devontae Adams as we go. First, let me remind you that ESPN Bet is the official sports book of ESPN. It's the only place to find exclusive offers with your favorite ESPN personalities and shows. New users get $100 in bonus bets after making any sports book bet. Download today. What a play. Coming up, much more reaction to the green list, including the Devontae of it all. Plus, will King Henry be holding court in Jerry's world? And can Kirk Cousins cash in again where will he be a difference maker the answers are next let's get up on ESPN tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts good news ad free listening is available on Amazon Music included with your Prime membership Amazon Music offers the most ad free top podcasts enjoy shows like First Take Pardon the Interruption and The Low Post available ad free and uninterrupted to start listening download the Amazon Music app or go to amazon.com slash ESPN pods that's amazon.com slash ESPN pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. 
and boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Before and one mixtapes, there was the Harlem Globetrotters. The exhibition basketball team is part comedy, part competition, and all skill. Founded in Chicago in 1926, the Harlem Globetrotters have been home to legends like Fred Curley Neal, Meadowlark Lemon, and yes, even Wilt Chamberlain. Now approaching their 100th year as an American institution, the Globetrotters are still, well, trotting actively touring across the country with no signs of slowing down. And we're back on Get Up. And if you're just joining us, we just did today's green list, which are the top five moves I'd like to see made this offseason. We focused heavily at the top of the list on the quarterbacks, including my belief that the Giants should try and trade up and draft Drake May. And Lewis strongly believes the Raiders need to trade up for a quarterback as aggressively as they can. Now, if they do that, that might not fit hand in glove with my number five move, which is the trading of Devontae Adams. But let's go to you because I know this is your dream as well as it is mine. Devontae Adams decided that maybe the grass would be just as green with his old buddy Derek Carr in in Las Vegas, and look what's turned out. He hasn't Mm -hmm. sniffed the playoffs. Reunite with his old pal, put the gang back together, give it one last shot. The Jets are in... I don't know that any team has ever been in as desperate a win-now mode as the Jets are right at this minute. So, Devontae Adams to the Jets, what do you think? I think it's perfect because, you know, for for the Jets to go out and get a young receiver top of the market, it's going to mess up the schedule when you have to pay Garrett Wilson. Right. So, you you, you take a guy like Devontae Adams who contract expires in two years, that's right around the time you want to get your young receiver an extension. And it's somebody that can also take a little pressure off of Garrett Wilson and also create easy throws. Because what happens is the, the, the bad news about the Jets is they had a tremendous draft. And Jermaine Johnson's going to be up at the same time. Sauce Gardner, two-time, first-time All-Pro is going to be up. And, and Garrett Wilson's going to be up all at the same time. So if you can get Devontae Adams in, and his, his cap number is now a lot cheaper than what the top-of-the-market receivers are going to get, what, $17 million mm-hmm. a year? The Jets can absorb that. That gives them a guy on the outside. They didn't expect Corey Davis to be going last year. That's what really hurt him. They didn't expect Alan Lazard to come in and be a second receiver. They expect him to be a third receiver. So Devontae Adams to the Jets is a, is a home run. What so do you think? We see. Yeah, I, look, I, I like it on paper. I, I'm, I'm a. I'm, you mean on I'm, paper? Well, what I'm saying is, I'm not interested in on paper, Lewis. I mean, I've, <laughs> I've, I've had enough wins on Lewis, paper. Lewis, well, well, carefully, because, please. And they went on no. the grass. Yeah, he would. I mean, naturally. I mean, he well, hit, he'd hit the ground running, and he would upgrade their offense. And there, were, there's a natural synergy. There's relationships. There's all that kind of stuff. But we'll, like, look, if you're the Raiders right now, you you got to also start thinking this too. Look, if we're in the market for a new young quarterback, I mean, we would love to have a guy like Devontae Adams here. Is Devontae going to be there though? You know, for the duration of your young quarterback's, let's just say at the very least, first contract? Probably not. He's probably going to be someone who's going to move on down the road. So maybe you're interested in just resetting the whole thing in Vegas anyway with AP out there. This is what's more interesting to me, though. And look, 
let me just say this. Yeah. Devontae to the Jets makes sense. Right. Here's what's interesting to me about how this whole thing works, right? So Luke Getzey's now the new offensive coordinator in Vegas. Correct. Luke Getzey was the offensive coordinator in Chicago. Right. They fired him because they didn't feel as though he got the most out of Justin Fields. The Raiders need a young quarterback to come in. The Raiders just hired Luke Getzey, and they're going to entrust him with whoever it is that they try and bring in here. Do you see how, like, kind of weird the NFL is sometimes? One organization says, you weren't good enough to get Mm -hmm. the best out of our first-round pick. Another organization says, here, we'll entrust you with ours Mm -hmm. because we're going to draft you. See, it's one of the most – I can't really find the right words for it that I can say on TV right now, but it's a very convoluted type right. of circle that goes on in the NFL. Yeah, I get it. But I will say this, though. Like, he is going to have a second crack at, dra- at developing a very, very talented prospect at the most important position of all sports. And I, I hope the Raiders made the right choice because this is big. Mm-hmm. And the, big. First, the first thing they need to do in order to ensure that is to trade Devontae Adams. Oh, yeah, back to, to your point. Jet. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so and this sent him to the talk Jets. Talk to me, Kmart. Listen, this, Greeny, this, this, I want, it makes too much sense not to happen. Way too much. I want, I want nice things for you. Me too. I want that Aaron Ro- Oh, the jersey is not even. Where did it wow. go? Wow. It's, it's wow. refurbished. It's refurbished. Yeah, it's refurbished. Okay. The jersey, the season, ladies and gentlemen, the season was so horrific that Michael Greenberg took Aaron Rodgers' jersey off the wall. Let the record show that's not exactly what happened. But okay, either uh, way. But no, I want you to be excited about this team because it is Super Bowl or bust for right. the Jets. Like, there is no other option for them with Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. So the more weapons you have, this has to be Woody Johnson, Joe Douglas, all in. We will get whoever and do whatever it is to win a championship. They also need to get some offensive linemen. I was about to say that. That's what they need. nothing but. I was about to say that. It's ways to address offensive Right, line. because they, they've got weapons. they got a ton of weapons. But a Devontae Adams, the best friend of your quarterback, yes. makes too much sense. Does it make sense for the Raiders? Garrett Wilson's Adams? already gave up number 17. It's floating. It's, it's there waiting for Devontae to come. Garrett Wilson's moving to five next year. So, Lewis, is it safe to say you love it? I mean, if, if there's one thing, if, if I'm just trying to read your face. You know, I, I, I like it. I'm, I'm okay. You know me, though, man. You know, you know me. Like, I, I'm, I'm a you skeptic when it comes to the Jets yet. because I quite, quite honestly, look, offensively, they're, they're kind of built wrong. They're built outside in. Look, we, we need more, we need more, like, consistency, and we more, need more of a foundation internally. You saw how this football team rotted from the inside out offensively. Yes. Mm-hmm. When this offensive line, you, you can't – I don't care how many pieces you have on the perimeter – and I know this is this is a great this is a great draft for offensive linemen. There's right. no doubt about that, especially offensive tackles. They better get some. They well, better get some and make sure that they can protect their quarterback coming off of a major injury. They, now they have two. They have two linemen. And you know when they were great, they they drafted two. How they, many? They you need five. You need five. They, they bought. They bought two, right? You know they bought two. They, they drafted two. They right. have two that you can count on Tittman and Barrett Tucker if he can stay healthy. Yeah, I mean, that's the problem is that he's never been healthy. But the, the bottom line of it is this. Yes, they need to get the offensive line fixed. But no team has ever been in a position where they're trying to capture lightning in a bottle yeah, more fix. than the Jets are right this minute. You're trying to win with a 41-year-old quarterback coming off of an Achilles tendon surgery with a coach and a general manager who are getting fired if things go sideways this season. The owner has basically said all of that. So you, there's never been a team more all-in than they are right now. Go do we, do we, do we really Do we really think that the Jets, like for the Jets, like realistically? Yeah. Like as a Jets fan, are you, are you realistically believing that they can go from what happened last year yeah. to the Super Bowl. If well, you're I mean, a Jets fan, you're so. believing you whatever. You believe that can really happen. You're believing listen, whatever. They, they, they that won. ain't happening, they, I have listen, no that is not happening. They, they, there ain't they, a no, chance no, no, in all that happened. Lou, they won, it's not se- happened. they won seven last year. Producers, You don't that, think it's please. wars three? 
You don't think he can get them 10, get them in a tournament with that defense? And if Aaron Rodgers is there to make certain decisions, listen, they can compete with anybody. You know, but they need Aaron Rodgers to stay healthy. You know what? I, let, let me put it. To, look, I'm, I'm not trying. I'm not being disrespectful to the Jets because I, 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 I love many of the things that they're doing. I just don't. I just think the AFC, these other teams in the AFC, they are getting okay. better too. It, Baltimore's going to be better. Cincy's going to be better. Baltimore Pittsburgh's going to be better. Kansas City's going to be right ba- back Baltimore in it again. They ain't going to the Super Bowl. Baltimore has 50 free agents, man. They, they got to try yes. to resign. They got no offensive line as well. Ronnie Staley's a $100 million disaster right now. And I you, know, and they we, lost multiple players. They're going to be better. It's, it's two quarterbacks that I trust to not panic when they go against. Um, Patrick Holmes. That's that? Aaron Rodgers Joe and that's Burrow. Joe Burrow. Yes. Everybody else had a glazed look on their face mm-hmm. whenever they faced Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Final word from fall. Kmart. Go. I just need Lewis Riddick not to be such a wet blanket. Yes, honestly. Lewis. Like, no, honestly. No, you know what? He don't get have to on fear board, Patrick Lewis. Mahomes. He better fear whoever's rushing him because they better get some offensive linemen. They will. That's who, they, that's who he better fear. I got the plan right here. Yeah, Bart, Bart's going to take care of absolutely everything. And no, candidly, if everything goes sideways on us, Bart may be the only one left in the building. <laughs> uh, by the way, the ACC-SEC Wednesday college basketball double is tonight on ESPN and the app. We got Duke taking on Miami. We got Kentucky taking on LSU. All the action tonight on ESPN and the ESPN app. Coming up, top of the hour, Micah Parsons and Stephen A. Smith sounding off. The Cowboys' star defends his quarterback, but the real question is why? Don't miss this next. 